Hello and welcome back to the Heartbeat of the District, the official student-run podcast of the Santa Clarita Valley's William S. Hart Union High School District. I'm Aaron Quevedo. And I'm Izzy Calibran Tribble. Today we're talking to the president of the Student Communications Council, Cami Armendariz. We'll be talking about her unique role on the council, her tasks and responsibilities, and what the experience has been like during this unique period of learning. Cami, welcome to the podcast. Hi, it's nice to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you on. We had um, uh, Katie Tonight on a couple weeks ago to talk about, um, we, we kind of talked about the Student Communications Council, but, you know, it was more focused on her role as student board member. So I'm definitely uh, interested to see where this conversation goes, because last time it was fantastic. Um, yeah, so just to start off, can you just give us some general background info, um, what the Student Communications Council is for people who don't know? Yeah, so the Student Communications Council is like a group of student delegates from each school, from like high schools and middle schools um, for throughout all of our heart district. And we just gather once a month and have meetings with the superintendent, public relations officer, and then if there's any like future guest speakers that come in. And then we give our student reports and kind of discuss everything that's been going on throughout on the entire district. And it can be as simple as just kind of sharing your spirit days and like elements of like your dances and things like that. So also um, lately, especially this past semester, kind of just talking about like the new curriculum that's trying to get like um, imposed into the school um, district. So it's been really neat to see everything that's been like changing and happening. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's an interesting um, way to have that communication between different um, ASBs and stuff. So, so you're the president of the Student Communications Council. Um, how were you chosen for that position? Was that I assume that was just like an internal thing. How did that work? Yeah, so at the beginning of each like school year on our first meeting, like September, we just have a smaller election between everyone at the meeting. And then that's where mm-hmm. we choose like Katie for the student board member and um, so on, president, vice president, et cetera. And then that's how that happens. Yeah, what are the, what are the different roles and stuff that you guys, besides president, vice president? Um, we just have our secretary who records everything and then mm-hmm. it's president, vice president, and then student board member. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so, so you said, you know, secretary, um, takes notes and stuff. What are, what are you, you're obviously, you're running the meetings. What kinds of things are you doing, like, specifically, um, when you guys meet? So, yeah, we adjourn the meeting to start, and then following that, um, we talk about, like, any main, um, important, like, social issues going on, uh, issues being positive or negative, just with the current events going on, and then we bring up our, uh, student-run reports, and that's where, uh, whoever the representative is from that high school talks and goes over everything and then kind of like go around and like everyone talks. And then after that, there's a follow-up discussion. And from then the superintendent speaks about like what his perspective is about everything going on and anything new on his like side of the media and same with the public relations officer. And again, from like spirit to community service, especially um, like community-based activities that are happening. That's something that's um, really important for like important for the public service events and trying to get that back to your own like ASB to reach it around your school and yeah and I think this is an interesting because you know the student board member is obviously a very important part of having that 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 student input that um you know a lot of other districts don't have right Mm -hmm. and so obviously there's that but this mechanism where you're talking you know directly to the student uh the not the student the superintendent and uh Mr. Caldwell our uh public relations officer and um 
the fact that they're actually interacting with students who are, you know, living the experiences that mm-hmm. they're making decisions about is definitely, um, definitely good to know as a student. And I've, I'm sure to a lot of our families and listeners and things. Yeah. So obviously going into this year and running for ASB was entirely different, I'm assuming. So was that process this year? It was definitely very different. We normally have just in our own Western JSB, we have about three different times where you can personally like run to be an ASB. And we were only able to have that like one time for this year, just because we weren't really able to let new people in because nobody left. And it was just interesting, but we've been trying to really incorporate like new um, out of the box ideas because I feel like that's one thing about COVID. It's really like enabled us to really think outside of the box and because you have to. So we've definitely been utilizing all of our social media platforms and our social media and publicity team has really been going really hard at it. And we have like a post at least once or twice a day and still trying to incorporate that entire student body aspect. And for our seniors, especially, we've been, we've been trying to have like the drive-throughs, but it's been difficult just the different kinds of COVID restrictions, what's allowed and what's not. So we had like one for donuts and lanyards the other time, but we definitely are trying to incorporate this semester a more um, school-wide effort and still focusing on the seniors, but kind of incorporating the freshmen and the underclassmen so they can get more of an experience, experience of what West Ranch is like. Yeah, that's interesting. I know as, um, as a freshman, it's, you know, being in, included in, in everything is weird because it's you've not been on campus yet. You know, Izzy can talk to this too. Is like, you know, you haven't ha- been able to go to a rally or a football game and experience what this should be like. And so kind of being thrown in um, from this perspective and then, you know, there's the whole thing of, you know, having not been on campus yet, like we were talking about just before we started. Um, uh, I think definitely the including freshmen and just including everybody because we've talked about this a bajillion times on um, all the different podcasts, but ASB has had a really hard job this year because all of the stuff, like, like they have to do a complete 180 in terms of what they would be like. N- none of this stuff is normal for you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you still have um, social media when we're in person and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting to see how, how different people have been working through that. And in talking about how, you know, different ASBs have, have adjusted, um, are there some things where, like, meeting with all these different um, ASB leaderships from these different schools has influenced what you guys are doing at West Ranch, ideas you've been able to take from those meetings and then implement at West Ranch? Yeah, thousand percent, um, especially um, with, like, community service-based activities. When there's, like, mm. other schools doing things, like, um, with Canyon, there was, I think, I don't know if it was two years ago or one year ago. But when there was like all the really bad fires happening, um, Canyon High School had a few ham- families whose like houses completely burned down. So kind of bringing back like that more personal and intimate um, aspect from one school and then relating it to my school, like we were able to help out and like coordinate a fundraiser that would go throughout the entire district rather than just being solely focused at Canyon and helping out families and students that don't just go to our own school. And I think that's really important because like ASB isn't supposed to just be directed at like one one group of people it's supposed to be directed at everyone so like having mm. that kind of more district-wide experience than just being focused on your own school yeah that's actually a really unique it's not often that you hear like high schoolers in general there's not a lot of thinking outside of your yeah. school and i this is a lot of use all the time as well but 
one of the reasons for creating this podcast was like fostering that that um some some of those connections between schools and hearing those stories or whatever um so that that's actually a really a really interesting thing i know um how long have you been involved in involved with the student communications council i've done it since my eighth grade year so this is my fifth year wow that's awesome and how is how have you seen that because obviously you come in as an eighth grader you're seeing like you know the current um seniors um at that time and then moving up to now being yourself um you know the president and stuff how is that how have you seen that change what what's what's grown um in our district over that time period i personally just learned a lot like uh not just like leadership skills from like seeing the more like um um higher classmen and everything like that but then just like within our district i definitely think we just like progressed more in just trying to like find new alternatives and solvency in different like social events that have been happening and like just being more accepting and really instead of just focusing on spirit days and stuff we're branching out and focusing on what matters more and i guess the long run so i think that's been really it seems like that would be really beneficial that you got to watch for five years Mm -hmm. because especially now with everything being so hectic you have a lot of ideas from all like the different years of how things have been run and such yeah that's super awesome and i know i've i would think that'd be really intimidating going into a room a room like because i you these were in person before um yeah uh before we were in COVID, right so walking as an eighth grader into a room where the superintendent of your of your school district uh wants to hear what you have to say um what was that like my i literally i remember my first meeting so clearly because it was at they're normally at the district office, but the yeah. meeting just happened to be at Bowman High School. And like, I hadn't, I'd never okay. been there. So I didn't know anything about the campus or like how to get around. So they told me a room number and I walk in and I was like 10 minutes late because I had no idea where it was. And then I had to sign in, but I didn't I have that. a pen. So I borrowed this like senior's pen. And then I like forgot to bring it back from the table. And then he was like, just staring at me. He was super nice, but he was just staring at me because he didn't give him back his pen. And then the old meeting had to get the pen. and. It's a really simple story, but it just sticks with me because well, I yeah, mean, when you're I in that situation, kind of, oh, it was scary. Yeah, when you're in that situation, you feel like every all the eyes are looking at yeah. you and stuff. So you like you're more critical critical about every single little mm-hmm. movement you make. I like even just going into um, junior high, like having that experience of not having been on a campus before and be like, all right you got to go take this math mm-hmm. test or try out for ASB or whatever and be like, it's in room 22. And it's like, okay, <laughs> you're going to give me a map. Like where, where are we going? Like, this is not, this is not contributing to my anxiety over, you know, this whole new experience. So I, I definitely feel where you're coming yeah. from there. With distance learning, your ASB roles probably look a lot different. I'm assuming. So how have you had to adapt and change to match the needs of the students? Yeah, so again, like with that thinking out of the box and like really trying to think about other people's perspectives that have been happening and instead of just seeing yourself or seeing other people like on a Zoom call every single day, trying to gain a more personal face-to-face contact because I think that's definitely something that so many people are missing out on right now and that's what a lot of people want to see. And again, with the tighter school community rather than just the blank screen. So like in order to obtain that, we definitely have like plans for this semester. Um, we were super glad that the lockdown just lifted and we're hoping to have like a drive-through 
or a drive-in movie in our like basketball parking lot and we think that would be really cool to like just invite the entire um uh, West Orange like uh, freshmen to seniors to come and we're, we were supposed to do it in December and watch the Polar Express but then the lockdown happened then so just kind of like still having that motivation to keep doing things even repetitively when they keep getting canceled because I feel like if you're definitely not trying to plan anything like nothing will happen that's why you just need to keep that like encouragement and motivation coming up so like you're still giving some hope to your underclassmen seniors juniors so like to know that we're still trying to do things for them and that like we're still definitely thinking and trying to innovate for them and i would think you know obviously event planning or you know with these drive-ins and things is obviously a challenge but especially with the way the lockdowns have fluctuated like some some like there have been you know weeks where it almost feels like oh we could be out of this in you know two months Mm -hmm. and then you know through this like december through winter break everything got like locked down super hard and now we're finally easing back into everything again um that's got to be really difficult not knowing you know if we're going to be back in lockdown a month down the road when you want to have an event right how's that yeah for like especially the major like i'm sure a lot of seniors have accepted that we're not having a problem we're not having like any really major classic senior events or mm-hmm. our in our graduation itself is really uncertain so just try i'm sorry i completely forgot the question after i said that i think it was- no you're good uh, actually we can pivot into that if you want like how so as a senior seeing last year i know even just going into um where I was at in terms of I like I think everybody watching last year's graduating class felt like you know that that whole situation was just awful having like that last you know couple months of high school just ripped out of your hands and into total uncertainty and lockdown like even now we have some sort of like we've been doing this for almost a year we can kind of we know what what the protocol is like ripped into all that uncertainty at the end of the year um with like no warning um was was like really tough to watch so how is over the course of the year for you how have you processed that mentally because um yeah that's just like going from like still having hope to you know having to be okay with not having all those events and stuff how's that been for you um I think I kind of myself personally accepted it pretty quick I was a bit disappointed but Mm -hmm. I think that's just one thing like trying to plan ahead and ahead and ahead is still really important because let's say there is a slim chance that we are able to have like an in-person graduation. I want to have like, we want to have it planned and have like a set idea that yeah. can happen rather than, okay, we get to June or we get to May and we're all good, but we don't have a set plan because of whatever. So we just end up doing a drive-through anyways. And I think just with um like across the nation, there's definitely tons of different COVID guidelines, but just seeing what other school districts and other regions have done is something that's really been important, I feel like, because you can, mm. you can take those ideas as well and like bring them back in. And there's this thing, this thing called CATA and CASTLE, which is kind of um, like it deals with all a bunch of like ASBs and like, uh, like student uh, representatives from each school. And so like a lot of um, the ASBs from across the district participate in that. So then again, like seeing those schools in different states and what they're doing, you can definitely take those ideas and bring them back here. And then trying to discuss that with like the superintendent at these meetings, I feel like has been really helpful and super important because they can get our perspective and like what we want to do. Like um, Mr. Um, Caldwell, 
Caldwell in our last meeting asked us, um, but just how our thoughts were about the graduation and what was happening and like what we would want to see happen. And all of us agreed to like, we would be so happy if we were be, if we like would be able to be on the COC field and just have like only our parents be able to come and things like that and have mm. like strict uh, guidelines for separation and everything. Just because I feel like we just want one more like traditional sense of a year ending. And yeah. I just think again, that communication is really important. It seems like you said earlier, you need to stay motivated because you are encouraging not just your school, even the like whole district, you know, you're kind of that sense of leadership right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it's interesting what you're saying about, you know, you can't just as, you know, in the leadership position you're in with just like, you know, West Ranch or ASB and then broad more broadly with the district, you can't just resign yourself to, oh, we're not going to have a graduation because what, like what you're saying, like if we open up in, you know, three months or whatever, and that can happen, there's no plan, then, you know, you can't, you you, you can't have the reason, the reason has to be COVID. The reason can't be, you know, lack of planning. And I don't think that's been the case at all. I think we've definitely been, if anything, we are, we are, as a district, we are very prepared to go back from all the things I've been hearing from admin and teachers and everything. Um, and so, yeah, definitely that, that prior planning is, is definitely huge in, in, and I think that would also be helpful in staying optimistic about, um, you know, the current situation. Yeah. So are there any goals that you're hoping to achieve this year with all the madness and everything? Yeah. So definitely if you're like saying this madness, I want to be able to like have those more um, school-wide events. And I think one thing that like our district as a whole can improve on, and that includes from like students to the district officials is like a faster sense of communication and like a more direct mm, one. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't, I don't know if like emails to the students, like more like widespread from the direct district office, um, just because like we, a lot of these events that we've had scheduled and I know it's not really their fault. It's like, it's COVID. Yeah but they're just mm-hmm. getting canceled like the day before and things like that. So I feel like, um, I don't, I'm not sure that what, like what exactly, cause I still feel like you need to keep planning even if they're going to get canceled right ahead. Yeah. But just some sort of, I just need COVID to be over. Yeah. That'd be the most helpful thing, but yeah, yeah definitely um, just keeping that school spirit alive and uh, one thing that uh, West Orange is working on right now, and we're hoping it'll work out, is some sort of um, like drive-through scavenger hunt, okay. and we're just like driving across town to like different parts of like throughout your high school experience that have been like really notable from your everyone learns and gets their like driver's license by practicing in the COC parking lot, and just if you live over in that area, and just like kind of bring those memories back to life to see like, okay, this is what my four years have been kind of leading up to and showing the seniors, but then also like the freshmen and everyone else, like what's gonna happen and what's going on. So like kind of really trying to get those like big ideas like set on the platter and like served and for them. That's a really good idea. Yeah, that's actually really unique too. That's not been, cause there's a billion different ways you can do a drive-through event at, you know, a fixed location, but that's actually really interesting. Another thing I just wanted to, mentioned was there's been um a lot of different ways to describe you know our current situation these trying times distance learning uh COVID-19 whatever whatever um and then, and then uh just 
the madness was was I think a very apt description. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Um, hearing some of those things that you're that you're working on, and I do think um, what you said about communication and quicker communication. Um, I do think our district does a very good job of, you know, listening to students, it, even in just these past few weeks, you know, talking to you, finding out about the Student Communications Council and the student board member and um, realizing those avenues are open. I do think, mm-hmm. um, obviously, you know, there, I don't know what that looks like, but there are there are other ways of communication that could maybe be set up. But um, I do think just having these avenues is really helpful. Like even I had a question about um, our schedule. Like last week I was talking with my friends. I'm like, you know what? We have a mechanism for this. And I talked to Katie. I was like, Hey, um, what's up with this? And we had a conversation. I'm like, okay, I feel informed. This is great. I'm being represented. Yeah. So these, these having these different mechanisms that, you know, not a lot of people know about, I think is really interesting. Um, yeah, and yeah. our like at our like SEC meetings, whenever we have them, half the time they go into like right till five. They start at like three forty and they go the entire time. And they're like always um our superintendent and public relations officer are always so like happy and they definitely wanna hear us talking. They don't they're not just like doing it and like taking it for granted. Like they're taking all of our ideas in and they're really like trying to elaborate on them and like seeing how they're working to like bring them forward and like give them even more like energy to continue so i think that's been so great because just they're so like gracious in everything they're doing and they're definitely really accepting of everything they seem very inclusive of not just the schools themselves but everybody in the schools Mm -hmm. like each individual person they make sure is included and has a voice whether it be you know somebody in the student communications council or just the student board member you know we all have that voice for us definitely and even just like uh, when we back you know when we were in person or whatever seeing uh, there were a few times uh, Mr. Kuhlman used to be the principal at Placerita so there there would be times where he would stop by for like an open house and just seeing him interact with parents and um, students and uh, generally all of the you know the district level admin that I've met have been very you know nice and receptive and um, willing to not not even just willing like wanting to hear students um, input which I think is super important for the position that they're in. So yeah, yeah definitely a big shout out to all of them. Everything too, which is crazy. Like any Zoom that's been like super important and like at our school, like he'll show up and it's just, it's really nice to see you too. Yeah. So we like to end the podcast on, you know, a positive note. Um, you know, we talk about COVID all the time and it just, you know, gets repetitive. Um, so yeah, can you just offer a word of encouragement to, you know, West Ranch as a school and then, you know, the Heart District more broadly? Yeah, I definitely think um, people should bridge their mindset to different thoughts and values that they hadn't thought of before because it just really leaves your mind open to like accept new things. And especially right now, if you're bored sitting at home or just like anything, you're just looking for something new to do, like opening up your mind and just like trying to find new things is really important and it'll keep you like entertained and motivated to keep going and uh, yeah, just continue. Yeah, definitely keeping an open mind about hobbies and things and definitely i've picked up a bunch of different random skills and stuff through this past season um yeah i definitely think that's a that's a really good uh word cammy thank you so much for coming on the podcast this is great we've had some technical difficulties but yeah yeah of course and thank you for listening to this episode of heartbeat of the district which has been produced entirely by heart district students follow us on instagram at heartbeat of the district 
and make sure to just to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and stay tuned every Friday for more content focused on the students, staff, and stories that make up the heartbeat of our district. That was impressive. Uh, yeah, that was your I, line, right? I reckon, no, that, no, you can do that.